Welcome to the Headless Hangouts podcast. We are a community from around the world inspired by the philosopher Douglas Harding. To find out more and to join in on the conversation, please visit www.headless.org. Enjoy. Okay, we're live. So welcome again, and uh, got a few friends uh, together, and uh, I think we'll um, just start with just introducing ourselves to uh, to ourselves and the viewer. I'm Richard. I'm in London, and uh, I am very happy to uh, hang out with friends who all share this openness, this uh, common home. And, uh, okay, so, uh, Karen, do you want to go next? Sure, sure. I'm in Holland, and uh, I've been involved with the Headless Way for about three years and something, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. It, it helped me a lot to uh, get the arrow straight in, last bit home, doubtlessly. It's good because I this mind is always putting a doubt here or there. Haven't I missed anything? Well, this experimental method is good for that, just to erase any doubt left. And uh, and also, I, I said this morning in another hangout, uh, what I like to repeat now, is that this form of meeting, uh, all you guys and, and other uh, friends, others' friends, from all over the world, just so easy as sitting on my couch and uh, and clicking on my computer and there you are and then having a discussion about my favorite subject in life, which is this, <laughs> this origin. Uh, that is like a dream come true for me. That mm -hmm. it's so easy and so available. Mm -hmm. So thanks. Great. Thank you, Karen. Charlie? Yeah, hi, I'm, I'm Charlie. Um, I'm in Canada, and uh, I guess a little over four years ago, I was cruising the internet looking for something, and I stumbled across a link to um, the Headless website and just uh, started reading it a little bit. And uh, the link to the first experiment is right there. So within a few minutes, um, I tried the pointing experiment and Basically, I saw nothing at all, and um, I suppose, you know, in a way, I could have just said, so what? But I haven't, and I didn't, and um, I've kind of been hanging out since then, exploring this. It's, um, yeah, it's uh, really kept, kept my interest alive. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Guy? Like Charlie. I also was um, pointed to uh, the Headless uh, website through someone's uh, blog on the internet. And uh, I did a few experiments and I thought, that's intriguing. Um, for the last 20 years I've been doing a, a Zen sitting meditation and participating several times a year in our retreats that last several days. And uh, with just a few experiments in a few minutes um, was kind of um, having, uh, I want to say the word success, I don't quite mean that word, uh, more success within a few minutes than in a whole week-long retreat that I had often attend. And then about a, this was all about a year ago, about a month, uh, after a few months, I had the opportunity to attend a workshop in Toronto with Richard. And I almost didn't go, because I thought, there's no need to travel uh, several hours and attend a workshop. I can do these experiments um, right here on my own. No need to go to a workshop. And yet, for some reason, I did end up at the workshop. And I was thoroughly pleased that I went. Um, I was delighted, and I've since attended another workshop. 
so two workshops in the last year and it was um, well worth my time and effort and um, and uh, and as Karen mentioned a moment ago uh, these um, webcasts or these web meetings are um, a real highlight of the day and uh, I often find that throughout uh, the rest of the day or during the week words that people have said on these um, on these webcasts have kind of bubbled up and resonated with me uh, sometimes many times people say things that don't make much sense to me at all uh, and then later in the week I'm like oh uh, yes that is supporting me so let me call that good for now thank you guy and Doug I am Doug from uh, from Colorado in the United States and I first became exposed to the Headless Way through an interview with uh, Catherine Harding uh, six years ago now um, and from that I read a number of the books of Douglas Harding which are widely available and just brilliantly communicated and understood I don't know sometimes I read his material I was just reading on being aware uh, just in the last couple days and I wonder how long did it take him to actually write that you know and boil it down to such simplicity and um, what was that process you know did, did, he, did he fumble around like I do between various modes of confusion or did it just all spring forth as absolutely clear and simple sure I kinda like to know hmm. um, but um, the things about the headless way in particular that, that I appreciate is uh, both the simplicity of it um, it's hard to make it too complicated um, uh, and the depth of it. it it's it's not just something simple it is also something very very uh, very deep uh, and 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 of course the community that several of us have mentioned here the fact that that we can meet and we can share um, and and deepen our understanding together I think is uh, is absolutely wonderful and I invite everybody to participate in that process uh, to the extent extent they can. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to uh, continue just by drawing our attention to the experience, which is what we're all sharing, and then we're expressing it differently. And uh, visually, just noticing our single eye. And... Uh, looking out of this openness and each of us has a different view that's true isn't it yeah and uh, something that I was thinking uh, earlier today or yesterday is that when we meet physically I said this in the meeting this morning when we meet physically we meet in the same room say and so we that's our common environment but in the video hangout we're not in the same room we're not even in the same country necessarily so what is our common meeting place in this video hangout? Well, it's this, the great void, isn't it, in which this meeting is happening. And uh, m magically for me, you all, like uh, I think uh, Karen was indicating, you all kind of magically pop up out of this poem, this great void, this uh, consciousness, magically when I press a button. <laughs> Most more magically for me is that I'm uh, I'm out there too. I popped up myself, <laughs> which in ordinary life is not. You know, it's like having an arm out, holding a mirror all the time. You know, so that is uh, is a very uh, unusual aspect, but mm -hmm. very uh, significant actually to really let it in. That it is like that. that uh, I think you pointed it out several times as well. But it's slowly getting to me, you know, that this is almost a more real situation than uh, the real, so-called real uh, situation, because that's where I am as a person out there, amongst uh, you guys. Yes. Yes. This is. Uh something I have been thinking about, how the video hangout itself is an experiment and uh, I look out there and I see uh, your faces and I also see Richard's face 
and uh, it shows me where Richard is. He's out there in the crowd. And when I look here, uh, where I'm uh, looking from, here I don't find Richard. I find this openness. I'm sure you find the same when you find your image there. And we need both. And this validates uh, my individuality, but places it not at the center. It's not here. It's out there. And I'm room for Richard as much as I'm room for Charlie and Guy and Karen and Doug. And uh, it is uh, in the experiments, we have the mirror experiment, where you look in the mirror and you, you see where you keep your appearance. Uh, and as Douglas used to say, you probably read it, you know, thank God I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and the video hangout is, a, as you're saying, it's a, a brilliant uh, kind of... Uh, illustration of where one's uh, appearance is and where one's reality is. And there's no need to put the genie out there back in the box here. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's out of the box. It's there. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, it's not just what you look like. It's the voices. I... You know, when I begin to pay attention to the sounds and, the, and our voices, all the voices are in this one consciousness. Is that true for you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm finding uh, the experiments, uh, you know, you, there's a certain number of them that we find on the website or in some books. But more and more I'm discovering not my own ex uh, my own experiments. Um, there's emerging. So just it's not just my face in a mirror, but also um, my hands. Whenever I see my hands, they're they're out there, mm -hmm. and um, and then I just follow them back to where they kind of disappear. Mm -hmm. Or yesterday I was walking in a um, forest. And they had the pine trees had been planted in rows, and just walking through the rows. But you don't even need to walk through the rows of the pine tree. As I move my head here, the boundary of my single eye is constantly being redefined. Mm -hmm. It's possibly it's like someone learning a language, a second language. At a certain point, they'll say that they begin to think in that language. Yes. Um, they're no longer practicing the language, they're thinking in it. Yes. I don't know if someone's typing. Is someone typing? There's a noise there. Yeah, sorry. <coughs> my, my dog just walked through the room. Oh. <laughs> she, she just went in, Into the great void and out of the great void. Yes. <laughs> I think that's very interesting about uh, like learning a, another language and then finding yourself thinking in it. it. It just you don't even have to try. You just suddenly find yourself thinking in that other language, and I think that's true about seeing. It just becomes natural. You suddenly realize, wow, I'm just I'm just space for what's going on now. How natural. How brilliant. Uh, in an earlier hangout, uh, earlier in the week, uh, and I've mentioned this before, uh, we were talking about how people's responses are different. I must tell a story. It involves Guy, but also another friend, John. And uh, we were talking about driving and uh, being still as the scenery moves. And uh, I, I think it was you, Guy, who said, you know, I used to... Uh, uh, not have the radio on because I wanted to. No, I used to. Which way around was it? It was John. I used saying, to listen. I would listen to the radio while driving and be fiddling with the channels or listening to book audio books uh, for twenty some years in my commute in the morning and afternoon. And um, now, um, as I reach for the radio, I stop myself and I go, oh. Oh, I'm uh, I'm gonna miss out on uh, kind of this magical driving thing. 
so I'm happy to turn the radio off. But then now, why don't you tell the story of what uh, was it John said? Yeah, so uh, that was your experience. You, you happy not to have the radio on and just enjoy being the stillness. And then John then said, you know, for years I have not had the radio on because I wanted to try and preserve this inner peace. And now I realize I can't lose it, so I turn the radio on. <laughs> <laughs> And it's yes. such opposite reactions. It's brilliant. There's another um, similar opposites. Um, as I work uh, in my uh, work being with family or loved ones or in the workplace, um, when I'm with them now and I see my single eye and they're in my single eye and we're discussing things, uh, I'm less um, less aggressive. I'm more listening to them. I'm more um, being with them. Uh, less need to um, get my point of view across or something, or mm. put in my two cents. And I shared this at one of these uh, webcasts with someone, and they said for them, uh, now that they are seeing, um, they now feel the ability to speak up and to present, you know, and to say something and to respond. Mm. And so for each of us, uh, what has emerged or the, um, the flowering is, is very much the same and different, yes. a very different expression. Yes. So it's not like one thing, like, oh, this is what will happen when you start seeing something. No, no, there seems to be a whole wide range of things. Yes. Yeah. I guess that with seeing, uh, um, I, I also see my, my fearful... Uh, Subjects or my fearful uh, patterns, or uh, how to say that my you know, the fears that I picked up during my life, and they mm. they they, uh, they get another context. That in, in a way, this safety here, in which I can always return, even if the fear itself don't doesn't completely dissolve, uh, it it changes. It becomes softer or more workable, or uh, changes in a way that it's less, you know, completely determining my behavior, my do's mm. and don'ts. So, uh, so I guess yes, everybody's hang-ups. It's sort of get another perspective. Yes. Yes. A thing, a, a thing that I noticed uh, with this uh, headless seeing is that what I used to call a boring moment, and I think, oh my gosh, nothing going on here. Let's put on some music, uh, start dancing, or create some excitement. Let's get on my bike and you know go shopping. I don't know what. Uh, but now, the moment the thought comes, I just shift and I just look at what is present this moment. And it's never boring. Never, mm. never, ever boring. Mm. The most quiet, ordinary moment. There's always, you know, it's just the fact of being alive. Mm. That's so beautiful. And it makes me really see and appreciate that. In its nakedness, you see. Yeah. Uh, to be alive and to be glad about it is in a way naked and uh, yeah I know I mean having becoming aware of, of this our common home this uh, boundless consciousness silence that is at the same time full or even calling it full is inadequate it just becomes what is happening no, I mean, to look, to be at home and to be aware of what is emerging magically now in this nothingness. I mean, it's never happened before. It'll never happen again. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to be in touch with the uh, um, 
uh, both the life-giving aspects and the power that that's available there. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you mean, the power, Doug? There, there, there's an energy there, and an, and a a potential to act out of. It's it's much like I parts of my experience are much like the one guy mentioned, where there's a self empowerment mm -hmm. that 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 comes with turning off the radio in the story world and you know my lifeline and my thoughts and and, and other people's thoughts and how those mix together and and then, and then working out of this frees me for action um, and contributions that that I can't make as a as a uh, hypothetical person mm. yes I like that how do you say that a hypothetical, how's the a word? hypothetical person, yes. Yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm aware myself in my own life how uh, I was told I could do this or I couldn't do that, you know, and uh, restricted myself. But with this, where uh, I know I manifest as a person. So I'm not a tiger or a lion, you know. But what kind of person and what uh, what can I do? Well, I don't know. And it has uh, really kind of given me, I don't know, the courage or whatever it is. It might just taking the risk of trying new things, trying things out, uh, and acting from here and seeing what happens. I mean, uh, a couple of years ago, if, uh, this this guy I, I'd never met, we'd corresponded, he'd done a few illustrations, saw my film about Douglas Harding and, and emailed me and said we could do a graphic novel, a cartoon book on it. So I said yes. I mean have I ever done anything like that before? We've been working on it for two years. I've never met him yet but we're, you know, we've done more than 50 pages and it's immense fun. Now now I can say, I, you know, I'm halfway do, through doing a book. I would never have imagined you know, it was just just not in my kind of view of what I was going to do. So, it, it, how wonderful, how creative, how it it doesn't follow the rules, fantastic. And in big ways and very small ways too. I guess that's uh, like you know um, what they would call traditionally surrender the moment or something but th there is something about surrendering to what is as is and uh, just that's all coming from here that it's it's not my making I'm, I mean I can think it's my making but actually it's not when I really look I have no clue just, there's this stream of events and life and color, senses, well, the whole show coming through me and uh, I can want to change it, I, I cannot like it or I, I can like it a lot but it, it's wonderful, I mean when I trust that, I'm learning to trust that more and more and sort of hands off and, or you know hands on when it's necessary yeah. but, uh, it's coming up with way more creativity than I would ever have thought if I would have wanted to control it, which is impossible anyways. But, uh, yeah, just as you say, Richard, unexpected, wonderful situations come up and they're much nicer than I, when I would have completely uh, created them or yeah, planned them or... Yeah. The, the idea of trust is, is interesting. I was, I've, I've thought about that over the last little while and you know what is trustworthy and, and this is really the only thing that is trustworthy. You know when you, when you ask yourself can I trust this? This is all that there is to trust. Everything else uh, is conditional. You know, like you know, we 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 take for granted all kinds of things every day. You know, like you, you know, if I, I I trust that that will fall. Can you see that? I trust that 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 will fall. Your gravity, but you know, all you have to do is leave the atmosphere, and gravity is no longer that, that that concept of gravity is no longer trustworthy. So, you know, everything out there has its has its conditions of trust, whereas this this is one hundred percent trustworthy. Mm. 
It's the only thing. The only no thing. <laughs> and what happens when you trust it, Charlie? What would you say? Uh, what happens? Well, I guess I would. I guess I would say that it's, uh, you know, um, what we were. I would say authenticity. I would say that there's an authenticity that happens there, and it's a, it's um, it's what I would say that, uh, you know, if there was, if I was to try to define what was really me, that expression of this trust is is truly authentic. Yes. Yes. There isn't anything that I can place when when you, there isn't anything that you you can't um, oh you can't describe without the experience. You know, we were we were talking about a language and the vocabulary of the headless way is very interesting because there are many things that I've learned over the last few years and this this is a particular vocabulary that expresses something that that is shared within a, a common experience and and I think that. I think that when um, uh, I think if you're not familiar with if you're not familiar with the experience, I think that the words don't necessarily mean the same. And maybe you know, maybe Richard, I think the words don't mean the same to each and every one of us. I think we all have our own interpretation of the words. And 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 uh, trying to come to common ground out there in the world is a whole lot different than being common here. Yes. Absolutely, I think that's, that's very good. How would you, Charlie, uh, just bring our attention now to that common experience? I think you've described it several times already by, by notice, noticing the, the common space that we're in here. Yes. yes. Yeah, and that we're all within the same. We're all within the same space. Guy, you, just, you were describing about noticing... No, Noticing your hands and you follow your hands back up and and I you know the first experiment was the pointing experiment for me but you know as I my curiosity took me on to other experiments I I think one of the uh, one of the neat ones that I, I enjoyed and I still enjoy is is the idea of the the out of body experience and how you can you know you wonder you know people have these great mystical out of body experiences and I can I can just plainly and obviously take a look at how my body is within me now and and yeah. and, and I think that we can all see and where does it end it doesn't end here but it it, it continues with with uh, you folks there and this room here and. Mm. Yes. Yes. I, uh, I'm not in my body. My body's in me, and you're in me, and the whole yeah. world is in me. Yeah. I think it's so brilliant, isn't it, that it's not a matter of agreeing uh, in terms of language. Uh, we're, we're, yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, what I like about if, if this headless way has a particular language, then the, the aspect would be that it's factual, that, that it's based on facts. Seeing already, you know, seeing is an example of it. It's not knowing or believing or anything. It's just seeing and then it's meant literally to see, you know, now and uh, any moment you want to, at which, see and see what is true. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's, uh, that's great. Because when I said doubtless, I, I've done a lot in the past as well, but due to this mind, curious mind, you know, I, I went off on searches here and there. But this method of facts, just seeing the fact as is, that was what in the end did it. That erased all doubts. Because if I want to know who I am, which is unchangeable, I have to end up here. And words don't do that. This is a, it's a union of opposites, isn't it? You find what is unchangeable, this space that is always full of something, but within it, all yeah. the time, it's bubbling up, this 
moment. Exactly. But how easy is it to look out there and think, oh, it's this or that or such or so. I mean, it needs to be get all the way home here, here. And then, you know, I see this is the only thing that never changes. Something that points me home uh, frequently is uh, when I have a desire to get somewhere or I'm rushing or wanting to be uh, somewhere else, whether it's while I'm driving or getting ready to go somewhere. When I notice I'm trying to you know, travel across town, it's a good reminder where I go, all right, uh, time out, uh, take a look right now. Uh, at where you're at. It, it switches me from the mode of I am going somewhere, uh, getting somewhere, and always mixed in with that is some is a, a dissatisfaction, a wanting, um, an, uh, 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 even if it's at a small low level, a kind of a uh, un, unhappiness um, life will be better when I get home or when I get to that place. And it's not always just location, it's time too. Oh, when this next thing begins, which is somehow a good thing or something, I'm looking forward to that thing tonight or in an hour. Um, that's another reminder to me mm. um, often that points me back to, ah, where is that place or where is time? Mm. It, it returns me back to mm. this place right here. Mm. Uh, it's a great, maybe the word is experiment or for me it's a, a, a signal to take a look from what is currently in my life or visible from here. Yes. That makes me uh think of the reality that what arrives in this space isn't always easy or pleasant or blissful for sure. I mean sometimes it's, uh, it's difficult and uncomfortable. Uh, seeing that our true self, this one openness, doesn't mean life is going to be, what arises in this space is going to be always comfortable. Uh, but the uh, the reality is that that discomfort is there within the space and doesn't actually disturb our common home. And uh, the recognition of where it is, the feelings, the thoughts, the, the pain, um, although it doesn't take it away, it, it, it places it. And this, uh, you've got to give it a, a go and see how it works, but uh, it is uh, deeply healing. What would I do without that challenge though, I think? At times, you know, that's that's the that's the sort of, a, in a way, it's an impetus to bring on new challenges. There's a certain, certain aspect of that that, uh, uh, you know, I, just, I often you know, describe myself as someone who enjoys challenges and I take on projects and, and those projects are full of headaches once I get myself involved into them and, and uh, uh, you know, my experience is that those, you know, they get resolved one way or another. I'm either dropping them or I'm accomplishing things and, and uh, uh, you know, it's not so bad that, that idea that stimulates this 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 uh, this time out guy that, that says you know what's going on here because I'm thinking about that lot yeah I'm I'm always jumping ahead thinking about where I'm going to go next and it's in a way it's a in a way it's a guidance you know mm. it's, it's, it's a useful thing yes yeah I like that though you know I I think a lot of people go on the spiritual path myself included to to get rid of of uh, stress that comes with those things you're describing, Charlie, and, and, uh, and unpleasantness, pains, and so on. I thought, you know, 
once I would found, find the ultimate goal, so to speak, uh, I would be happily, <laughs> happily after all, <laughs> how do you say that, <laughs> ever after, after ever. But, uh, and it's so good to acknowledge that that's not so, that life just continues with everything in it uh, that just goes on. But the perspective, it's, it's, it's lived from another place when I remember, when I'm not forgetting. I was so enjoying reading Head of Stress because I'm in that course. Uh, the humorous way that Douglas was speaking about uh, how the Buddha discovered his first noble truth. <laughs> Life is suffering. <laughs> and uh, and that, that is the nature of it. You know, you can't get around it. You can't. Yeah. And that, doesn't Douglas say something like, you know, it took the Buddha 20 years to discover this, and yeah. what took him so long? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> but exactly, I mean, would you really want to discover who you really are and then just sit on a beach, as it were, for, for years and years and years and have nothing to do? Or would you want challenges and yeah. danger and difficulties and the unpredictable and what is out of your control? Do you want to be totally in control of the whole universe and what goes on? Well, no. I mean, without a second, you'd have had enough. I would. It doesn't work, for one thing. <laughs> no. Right. I, mean, I don't know what beach you've been on, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just dream of it. Uh, someone uh, recently in a, a Hangout was saying, but, you know, I, I, I just... I still feel kind of dissatisfied with myself. You know, I'm so critical of myself. I'm so judgmental of myself. You know, and, and uh, it hasn't gone yet. And I and I said, well, I mean, if you've tried it for this many years by now, it's not going to work, is it? You you know, if you really believe you're going to get to a point in your life when you never judge yourself or others, you know, or have any discomfort. I mean. Well, phone me out when it happens, and I'm not expecting a call soon. Mm -hmm. But when you do judge yourself, you see, this is brilliant for the video hangout. Where is yourself? Myself, the one I see is not here, it's there. And I have plenty of judgments about Richard, and Richard is half the time not good enough, you know, or some of the time. I'm quite critical of him. And have I been able to stop that? No. But when I notice where Richard is, he's out there. He's not here. And suddenly I'm freed of that kind of, uh, you know, I've placed it. I'm freed of it here. And then it has a different uh, quality. And uh, I have much more compassion and understanding. Now, you know, what did I expect of Richard, really? Well, and, and, and this space is a compassionate space, right? It, it's willing to hold everything. Mm. It's rejecting nothing. It wants to bring everything to itself and reduce that separation uh, both to, you know, the little me, right? Um, uh, I can appreciate the little me more and I can appreciate you more and I can appreciate, you know, Guy's trees and Burma's broom and, and Karen's small moments. You know, all of these can be appreciated more mm. from, from, from here. Mm. Yes, yes, yeah. A compassionate space. Yes. With um, seeing that I'm out there, um, or I don't even know if that's me, um, where I begin and where I stop. But the out there world, um, uh, it. Things are in flux and, and changing and against each other. And so the you used the word compassion a moment ago, Richard. Uh, I, too, am feeling more compassionate to things I would have called my failures. So I'm now more going, well, what do you expect for, from things out there in the world? You know, they're, they're rising and they're falling and they're ebbing and they're succeeding and they're failing. Um, they're, uh, there's a limited understanding of things. And so sometimes if I maybe 
misspeak or act poorly or wish I had done something better or made a different decision on a variety of things. I am more like, well, that's the nature of that world. You, you, you do your best and it unfolds. Um, those, these words I just said can't be, are, are, can't be said if you think that's the only world or that you are out in that or you are living in that world. But when you, I don't know, maybe someone else can help me clarify these worlds, but I kind of see two worlds, one this way and one that way. And yet then I will also say simultaneously there's no separation between the two. So yeah. is it two or one? These are just words. Yeah. Um, that's enough. Yes, this. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think the idea, the idea of putting things in the, those terms is, a, is just a, a way to help describe, describe a, an experience that, that's, that's, um, that's just, it is just one experience, right? Mm. Um, but it's nice when you, when the idea of placing yourself and you see yourself out there. Well, what is the self that's out there? Well, I mean, all of, all of, all of this is here. So, okay, you know, there, in a way, there isn't an out there and an in here. It's. <laughs> that's but, right. Yeah. 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 But on the other hand, I mean, it's just absolutely brilliant too. To have an out there, I mean, to have yeah. you guys there, you know, and to, for, to yeah. profoundly accept your reality and your individuality, and to know you're seeing me over here somewhere. I see I'm not here, but we all know what we're talking about here. And to have this kind of uh, relationship within the one, you know, well, yet we're aware of all of being the one, and yet we're profoundly individual. You know, and it's just, would you rather just wipe out all separation and others? Not me. I, I love this otherness and friendship that comes from it. And, you know, with all the, the costs and difficulties as well, it's just so precious. Yeah. Yes. Without the experience of this, um, Words like compassion don't make sense. I remember some years ago actually looking up, well, what does this word compassion mean? And uh, looking at the, the root of it and this, and, and how can I bring this about in my life, uh, etc. With this experience, all of a sudden the word compassion, it doesn't have a definition. It has, you have an understanding maybe not all the time, not necessarily, we could talk about a different concept or a different word, whether it might be forgiveness or something else, but this experience allows me to better understand that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that everyone else is actually me. I mean, not, I, I keep forgetting it most of the day in my interactions with others, but when I remember, uh, the impact is huge. My mm. God, it's it's shocking, and it's it's uh, to to see that the other literally happens in me. Uh, there is my arms, just as Kai said, and uh, my legs, and the body for as far as I can see. Then there's the other body, and what is the difference? Mm. I don't know. There's no difference. So this basic truth, to see it and then uh, to apply it when I can, well, that, that is the root of compassion, is it? Mm -hmm. To see there's no difference. That's so I've never more clearly understood the fact of it <coughs> than with this seeing. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, when you try, when I try to wrap my mind around it or you know learn it as a kind of behavior it just doesn't work because no. it's not on that level no. it's 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 a fact here and uh, 
And uh, I know what you mean. It's a kind of shock. You know, right now, when I look at it again and discover that the whole world is in me, I mean, not in me as rigid, obviously. Therefore, within me is the one, that I'm the one, or, or the one is here, or the one holds us all. You know, a thousand different ways of saying it. I mean, it is just uh, a shock. It's brand new. It is, there it is, bubbling up, uh, like you've just discovered, you know, Shangri-La or something, I don't know what, but it, it, it's magic, <laughs> fantastic. And, and there's a new, you're looking at these, uh, the, the definitions, because sometimes I find words to be, to be so interesting, you know, I, I, I kind of believe there's a, you know, there's always something magic in, in the words, right? And and uh, and I don't know why. I, obviously, I, th I think the words were 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 written by one smarter than all of us and left little breadcrumbs around to go ahead and find. Mm. But you know, compassion is is one of those, right? Uh, you know, the, the usual meaning is to suffer with, which gets right to, you know, Karen's. There needs to be a connection. There needs to be a oneness. It's not to feel sorry for. It's to suffer with. Mm. And then I think the definition or the experience that that complements that now even more is there's a joy with. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. You know, you know how wonderful it is to share a simple joy of uh, a laughing child or a playing puppy. Um, yes. And that we can share that. You know, together you could feel that coming together. You don't even have to have words for it. You don't have to be conscious of, of anything, right? Mm -hmm. When that happens, we're always uniting and coming together, yes. like it or not. Yes. Well, I, I, I like to, uh, that idea of like it or not too, because it's a, this this idea of having a a list of virtues to live by um, is something that you know I just can't imagine how one could have. Um, you know this a dictionary of of great things to be like, and then go out on a mission to be like that. You know, in hindsight, I can I can see how how compassion and and and, and joy and these these moments that, that you just described happened. You know, I can look at them and in hindsight say that. But to actually to actually say, okay, here's the situation now. Do I apply? Do I apply? Uh, Compassion in this situation, or just sympathy? I mean, you have to you live like that. <laughs> it's, it's not a predefined existence that you can you know, join, have, try to join in with. It, it's, you know, I think when you're just, uh, you know, I think when you're just being genuine, those things um, are part of the experience, and you can recognize that. Yeah. Well, Charlie, I tried many years to do exactly that, and um, it's that whole pursuit of happiness or pursuit of the right life, and it's uh, it's that pursuit which um, doesn't work because you're not being that. It's not bubbling yeah. up. Um, yeah. yeah. You're pursuing something that already exists. Hmm. I know, what a relief to stumble on this where you're home, you're home, and it, you, you know it. It, it it's, it, it's true and real and self-evident and, uh, and you realize that, that really the right things emerge out of here or if they seem wrong, you know, there you go. What a relief to just live from this truth and reality and freedom than have to try and put on an act. Exactly. Stumble well. Being authentic, that you know, can be on the list as well. Authentic. <laughs> yes. I'm going to be authentic today. <laughs> Such a prep, eh? and yet, you know, on a seeker's journey, uh, those are the concepts that, that were my pointers. And then, of course, I took them first for a long time uh, from the wrong place because I didn't have a clue. So there you go. You know, the, other thing, the other thing I think about this, too, is that you know we describe things and it's not as if it's exclusive to people who um, um, see, like, you know, seeing is a, the headless way is the seeing and, and recognizing this and and um, um, I've placed value on that 
Um, and there, I think that there's a lot of other people who um, aren't familiar with this and uh, uh, and still are honest and still have the same experience. I mean, from here, this has been a way for, for me to have an understanding of that. And, and I think that there's lots of people in the world who don't have this kind of understanding of it, yet yet are still are still as authentic and genuine and, you know, living from the heart and all that sort of thing as well. It's, it's, a, it's not a matter of segregating a particular yeah. way. I no. think it's a matter of my way of recognizing this. Yes, yes. That, that's so important to say. I, I agree there. And uh, everyone is living from this, but, but uh, you don't have to think of it in this way or use this language. Uh, uh, at all. We're all coming from here. And uh, the thing is, you know, when you see who you are, you can let everyone be just as they are. You, yeah. You're not imposing anything. You're you're out of the way for them as they're actually given. And, and really, you, I, I, I was, uh, I think a week ago, I had to pick up a uh, delivery at a depot. Uh, I waited two days and they didn't turn up, so I went to get it myself. And I went the night in the evening, and they found one of the three packages and said, come back in the morning. So I went back in the morning, right on the day, moment they opened. Of course, no one turned up for 20 minutes. And then it took them two hours to find the other two packages. And several, you know, about five, six, seven other people came in and were waiting. And one of them said, oh, yeah, no, they're often like this. And, of course, it wasn't the girl's fault at the counter. It was just the whole system was badly run. But I was just so impressed by people who were waiting. And I'm thinking, how do they handle this without seeing who, who they are? I mean, there I was. I knew what I had to do, just be empty in space for what was going on and do what I could. But these other, you know, just thinking, how amazing people are, really. Are they, I mean, yeah, fantastic. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the good thing, is it, <clears throat> that going back to you, Charlie, seeing uh, that it is this way for me and for everybody else, it's just the way it is, whether, you know, they know it or not know it or live according to it or not live according to it or any, it's just the way it is for every, it's not something I can say, well, well done. <laughs> no. Uh, it's just, I've always been like this. And yes. So, uh, yes, it, it's not a personal achievement, is it? It's, it's not at all. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to be drawing to a close in, in a few minutes. Any, any final thoughts about being together here or anything else that's on your mind to share? No, but thank you. Yes. <laughs> Indeed, thanks, everyone. Yes. It's a delight to hang out together, I have to say, and uh, to share, you know, to share this common home. To me, I, that word speaks to me at the moment, you know, this mm -hmm. common home. With everyone who's watching as well, and, and with everyone, this is our common home. It's fantastic. Well, lovely to see you all, and uh, we will all now magically dissolve back into the great void. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be painless, I promise. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the Headless Way and the work of Douglas Harding, or to join in on one of our weekly online meetings, please visit www.headless.org.